sorry guys, I literally just moved and now I'm out of breath, so. <laughs> I'm like, you know when you like go up flights of stairs in front of people and you're trying to like, yeah, and you're like trying to like hide it? That's me right you're now. Like <laughs> Hello. Hey friends. It's us. Katie and Elena. Yup, we're back. Mm -hmm. We have another, another case for you. How, how was your week? Hope it was good. Yeah, I hope it was better than mine. Uh, I mean, me too. <laughs> okay, so here's a little fun fact to start off the episode. I have arthritis in mm. my ankle, mm. and the bitch was acting up mm. yesterday. Like, I, dude, I'm not kidding. I almost went to the hospital because it hurt so fucking bad. Fuck. I was like, what? I'm like, did I, like, break it or something? It hurt so bad. Mm. Like, it hurt when I was going to sleep. That's yeah. how, and that's never happened to me before. That's how you know. That's how, that's I, know. how I know. And then I woke, I remember, music. yeah, and I woke up, and it still hurt. And I remember remembering that my ankle hurt, and I was just like, fuck! You know, I was like, I, like, woke up, just pain. God. Anyways, so that's how, that's how my couple days went. <laughs> Hope yours was better. <laughs> yeah, that's a little fun fact about me. Yeah. Do you have a fun fact? Um, well, I guess I could do the same fun fact. Uh, due, due to my line of work, I have started to develop oh, carpal tunnel. Oh, my God. Dude, she's literally sitting here with braces. In both my hands. She's got braces on her fucking <laughs> like wrist. I, like, I will literally wake up and my hands will be numb. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So that is a sign of uh, nerve damage. <laughs> oh, lovely. Lovely. Um, is it, do you think, because... No, um, so in, ca in case you don't know, uh, I do work in a kitchen. I'm a kitchen manager, so it has to do with a lot of the repetitive hand motions. You guys, we're 21. Yeah. <laughs> we should not be having these issues. No. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. And here you are. Hopefully you stumbled across mm -hmm. this case. It's probably not going to put you in a better mood. Just saying. But we hope you have, you know, we hope you have a good time still. Yes. And, I mean, if you're clicking on us, I'm just assuming you know it's going to be a downer at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one, okay, so I was telling Elena, I'm super proud of it. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. I hope you guys like it. I put a lot of time into this one. You, can you guess what it's going to be about? Um, if I really fucked with it. Does it have to do with a fucked up child? It has to do with a fucked up teenager. <laughs> along the same route. <laughs> It'll work. Um, technically, he's an adult. We'll get into it. Okay. Anyways, okay. so, trigger warnings for this episode. Okay. First, right off the bat, mental health, declining mental health. If you don't want to hear about it, it don't. Just, yeah. just don't. Um, uh, drugs. There's going to be a lot of talk about drugs, uh, like, across the board, all kinds of drugs. More so than usual, you know? I was gonna say, like, we, we are a podcast that, you know, one of our main talking yeah, points Yeah, but, like, I'm not talking about, like, drug? I'm not talking about weed, you know? Right. Like, yeah. we're talking about drugs. Yeah. Um, uh, it's also pretty gruesome. Mm. Very violent, very gruesome. If you have a weak stomach, I would not even try it. Mm. That's kind of where we're at. Sorry, Elena, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys still have that choice. Yeah. Um, and last one... Frat boys. Oh, that's a trigger warning in and of itself. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, I put in parentheses JK because I am kidding, but also I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, frat boys. Yeah. We will be chatting about them. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, oh, I put basic mature content, listener discretion is advised because, you know, it's, it's just all of the above. So, before we jump in, I do want to say 
I want to list all the sources I used because there were more, much more than usual. Mm-hmm. So I want to give you guys like kind of an across the board thing. Okay. So first, Mr. Ballin, I think is his name on YouTube. He did a video on this. I'm not sure what the video is titled. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm a shitty podcaster. Sorry. <laughs> it just says watch. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> like, I don't know. But he he had a really good video on this. Um, and then a case analyzer. Super cool. Um, Dr. Todd Grand, he has a PhD in, I think, education and counseling. He did a psychoanalysis of this case. Mm-hmm. Um, the Talk Murder podcast, or I think it's called Talk Murder to Me podcast. I like them. I listened to their episode on this. And we will be chatting about them at the end because I just think they're funny. Mm-hmm. They make me laugh. Um, some different news stories. And then a complete psycho analysis and psychiatric evaluation of this individual so yeah those are that's where the majority of my information is coming from today gotcha sorry for the longer intro but not really so here we go Mm -hmm. we're starting right off with the crime so like i said it's gruesome august 15th 2016 oh very recent yeah pretty recent there's a call made to 911 in jupiter florida we're in florida oh panhandle florida 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 something in the water. That's all I got to say. So a call is made. Jeff Fisher is calling on behalf of his neighbor, right? So Jeff is like, yo, I've been stabbed. Um, I'm bleeding profusely. I left. You know, I left. I ran. I came and called 911. But the woman, my neighbor, is she doesn't look conscious, you know. And this guy has a knife. I know that because he stabbed me in the back. So, yeah. He did not actually say that, by the way. That's just paraphrasing. I want to show you. I'm showing Elena. Mm-hmm. That's who we're chatting about today. A lovely little couple. That is the guy who called. No. no. These are the two victims. Oh, okay. okay. I don't have a picture of the guy who called. Okay, okay. But yes, I will be posting it. I feel like I should, I feel like we should do that now. Like, I feel like we should show each other. Mm-hmm. I'm a visual person. Anyway. So, the woman that you're... That you're speaking about in the call is the woman you just showed me. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, who are these people that I just showed Elena? The woman is Michelle Mich- Michon, I think is how you say her name. I'm, I'm unsure. And her husband, John Stevens III. So, they were 53 and 59, respectively. And they were a beautiful couple living in Jupiter, Florida. Um, they recently were both retired. And they were, like, super excited to live their lives, you know, relaxing. And they said that they were, like, su- super excited to spend time with one another. Mm. And I'm like, that makes me happy. Um, so they had a dog, which was also in the picture that you guys will see. And they loved spending time with that dog, like, on the boat. Because I think they had a boat, like, in the beach. Very much Florida. Yeah. yeah. Very Florida. Super retired couple Florida. Yes, and we yeah. love it. We yeah. love to see it. Um, so they also really enjoyed spending time in their garage. And they, like, kind of made it into, like, a second living room. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, TVs, and they would drink, and, like, their na- like the door, if the door was open, their neighbors would, like, come in, and they were just, they were just that couple, yeah. and I love it. Gotcha. Unfortunately, the garage is where this crime actually takes place. So... Fuck. Yeah. A little bit sad. But, um, the two of them shared two children together, and they were loved by so many people, and they had just celebrated their 19th wedding anniversary. Yeah, so, again, I apologize for the downer. It's going to get worse. <laughs> That's my favorite thing that we say. It doesn't go up from here. It, it really doesn't. Um, and here we go. 
So when the police arrive, you know, they, they are like, okay, Jeff, we're on the way. Um, they see a young man on top of a man, later identified as John, and he is eating his face. Shut the fuck up. He's eating his face. Like, we'll, I'll, we'll get into it, but he's eating his face. You take that as you will for, for the time being. Okay. Let's marinate with that one. Um, so they tase him, release attack dogs, and eventually they get him under their control. Okay. So who the fuck is this guy and why, like, why are you eating him? You know? Like, what's, uh, what's going on? Also, Florida, again, something's in the water. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's evaluate that. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so this man is Austin Kelly Harriff. Okay. I heard his name pronounced a couple of different ways, but I'm going to be saying Harriff. So Austin was born on December 21st, 1996 in Palm Beach, Florida. He grew up in Palm Beach Springs and was raised religious, I believe, Presbyterian. Um, So if you don't know, Palm Beach, Florida is a pretty wealthy area. I heard a statistic, or not a statistic, but like a... I think they said, like, 40 billionaires of the U.S. billionaires have homes in Palm Beach. Like, it's, it's, it's an expensive area. It's got money. Yes. And, and his parents are very successful, so. He's, he's a part of the money. Right. He lived there. Yeah. So, speaking of his parents, they divorced the year before Austin went into high school in 2010. And apparently, they had been separated for years, and Austin said that, quote, he got used to it. Um, so his, like, childhood was, like, nothing horrible, but nothing great. I personally relate to that a lot, because that's how my fucking childhood was. Nothing horrible, nothing great. It is what it is, you know? Both of the parents were involved in his life, and, sorry, and they both lived, like, close to one another Mm -hmm. in Palm Beach Springs, and the kids stayed with mom. He did have a sister. Um, she was younger than him by one year. So, Austin was said to have, like, excelled in school. He wasn't super popular, but he was very smart and very athletic. He was, in high school, he was a big guy. Like, he was over six feet tall, like, over 200 pounds. He played football and wrestling, and he was just very much a footballer and a wrestler. Like, he was just a big guy. Um, So, he graduated high school in 2015, and he attended college that following fall at Florida State University, where... This one I'm not 100% positive about. I heard a couple different things, but I believe he was accepted into their pre-med program. So he was like, he was doing the damn thing. He was smart, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a smart kid. Um, and he was described as always wanting to help others, and his father gave him the nickname Happy Boy, which I think is kind of cute. That is Makes really my cute. heart a little bit sore, you know? It does, yeah. A little bit sore, because yeah. we know what happens. But happy boy. Happy boy is eating faces now, I guess. Oh, shit. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, at FSU, Florida State University, he studied exercise science or biology. I saw both. Um, And he joined Alpha Delta Phi fraternity. Alpha Delta Apple Pie. See, I don't know what the fuck any of that means, but that's the (laughs) frat he was in. So, anyways. So while in college, specifically like his first semester, first two semesters, he dabbled in drugs a little bit. Uh, Weed, acid, mushrooms, cocaine, Adderall, Vyvanse, and in my opinion, he was a heavy drinker. He like, he reported blacking out like a few times a week, but he was a frat boy. So what else do you expect? 
I mean, socially it makes sense, but in the grand scheme, that, that that's, that's a heavy a, drinker. That's, that's a heavy drinker. That's yeah. a heavy drinker, and that's a lot for someone who's like eighteen. But in perspective, right? You're but around you're a lot of other people who are in drinking a like that. Yeah, I'm like it's neither here nor there. It's just something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he did claim that he got rid of all of the drugs that he had on August twelfth. Remember that date. Write that shit down. All right. So August twelfth. He said he got rid of all his drugs. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, he had a 3.3 GPA in his first year of college and had no disciplinary notes. So, like I said, very smart. Just a good kid, you know. Um, his father said that he was a soft, gentle person and then something just went drastically wrong. Oh, I guess not. So, yeah, kind of. Sure. Austin himself did say that he felt lonely and insecure with points of depression that got worse in college, especially, like, his feeling of being overwhelmed, um, which is understandable, you know, you're in college, like, that, that's, that's a normal time for those feelings to start arising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he did, he did note that. And he also claimed that when he, like, he wasn't always down bad, you know, Mm -hmm. like, he, he did have periods of time where he was like, fuck yeah, this is great. And he said he felt, like, on top of the world and hopeful. So, Austin did journal, and he, like, often used his phone to record things. I do that shit all the time. Mm -hmm. So, in his first semester of college, he started some writing some, like, weirder stuff down. Like, quote, keep running even when they say you crazy. And, quote, I don't want to be worshipped, but I know that I will be. So, that's weird. Huh. Yeah, a little bit odd. Um, his friends and family would always say that, like, he was, like, a quirky guy, you know, and his sister said a very sister thing to say, and I'm saying this because I would say the exact same thing about my brother. He was always saying some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very sister thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But everyone, like, across the board agreed that the summer of the attacks was very different. <clears throat> gotcha. So, he did create a YouTube channel, um, weeks before, like, everything went down, and if like, if you want to go see, I think the videos are still up. I personally didn't watch them. I heard enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I didn't really care. Um, the videos are a little bit weird. They're a little off. Mm. A little bit, a little, little odd. He's He speaks in some weird accents, and not in the way that we do. Like, just, like, it was just a little bit weird. Mm. And that might be hindsight, but, like, mm, yeah. no thanks. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure he wanted to become a rapper, because what the fuck else does a white boy in a frat want to do in 2016? He wants to become a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> You're at the frat party, and he puts on, like, an acapella beat. You're I'm, like, oh, no. Oh, here's fucking Austin Here again. it is. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. But there's two comments I want to read, because I just, you know, it's a little bit dark, this episode, so, like, mm-hmm. let's just throw in some, some, some funny Comedic things. relief. Yeah. So two two separate comments on on some of his videos. I don't know which ones. One says, "Looking forward to the next video, bro." <laughs> this is after he was arrested. Oh my god, that shit is so funny. Um, and then this one's my personal favorite. Quote: How many calories are in a human face? <laughs> what the fuck, Bruh. See, that's my type of humor right there. That's not even dark humor. That is that is literal depths of hell humor. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't say it. That was just a quote. So y'all can't get mad at me. Get mad at the person that wrote this on the YouTube video. So he was incredibly erratic and was displaying very concerning behavior. And that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. But shit was concerning. Mm -hmm. 
So he described his feelings at the time. So, like, I'm talking now around August 2016. Um, His feelings at the time were go, go, go. Like, very, very fast-paced. He um, had a heightened sense of self-importance and was experiencing grandiosity. So it's it's a little unsettling, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Um, He also became much more religious. And not, like, I don't want to say normal religion because that's not really, like, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. But, in my opinion, schizophrenia religious, you know? Like, he was teetering on that line of, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Yeah. And he would become very fearful and paranoid at night. Mm. So, he also began saying that he was immortal and part horse and or dog. It depended on the day, which one he felt. Um, But he was saying that. To a lot of people. Hey, furries are eating this shit up. <laughs> that was a bad joke, Elena. That was a bad joke. I'm probably going to keep it in, but that was bad. <laughs> Anyways, he also said he could, like, sense evil, and this is, this is, the, this is really weird to me. Mm-hmm. He would stay up at night, and he would, like, guard his house. Like, and his family. <laughs> Elena! <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you're not. It's okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, this case is... If you, if you haven't been able to tell in the however many episodes we've done, we can't we can't be fucking serious. Like, we can't. But this one's going to be really challenging because he is a trip. I just imagined someone just outside their house, like... Dude, literally, that was Austin. He... he his, Who goes there? Bro, this is the worst part. His family is... Like, his family said he, they started locking their bedroom doors at night. Because he would come in and be like, I'm protecting you. Dude, like, it was bad. It was bad. And he would, like, he said that he would, when he was falling asleep, he would hear auditory hallucinations. He would see, like, sleep paralysis almost, but he was awake, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, he's hallucinating at this point. Yes. Yeah, so. off the deep end. It's not great. Mm. It's not great. Mm -mm. He was also looking up odd phrases and clicking on articles like is overthinking good or harmful schizophrenia why it's okay to overthink things i'm going crazy i think i'm going crazy how to relax my mind and like stuff like that see that's interesting because it's still kind of like self-aware it's very interesting yeah very interesting yeah so now we're gonna go into a timeline we're starting on august 12th which is the date we wrote down. Okay. And this is um, three days before the crime. So, August 12th. Most of this was from the psychiatric evaluation that I read, by the way. So. Okay. Cite him. Um, August 12th, he said he was, he began feeling like Jesus at work. His words. He also said he felt like he had special abilities. and He felt very connected with people and with God. He would say borderline inappropriate things to patients at his job. He was a dental assistant. Gotcha. Um, and he would just say some weird things that you probably shouldn't say to people you're, while you're cleaning their teeth, you know? Yeah. Like, Not the most professional. No, and, like, he would, like, say, like, just a lot of religious-based things on this day. Ah. So, no. Um, but this is when he went home and he flushed all of his drugs, saying that he saw the evil. So on August 13th, he felt a connection with animals. 
So he's, like, moved on from people, and now he's, like, mm, God's talking to me, and I love these animals. He said he felt like he had a force shield around him that would protect him from others. So he's also becoming increasingly paranoid and slept in his sister's room with their dog because he was so paranoid at night. Okay. Like, he... It's just, it's just really going downhill. It's just you know, a lot. we're, we're yeah. spiraling. We're spiraling now. Um, so August 14th, this is when he started, he started feeling half human, half dog. Um, he also went to a gun show with his father and spoke to a knife vendor and felt paranoid of spirits and he wanted protection from said spirits. I also heard that he, and this is just again playing into that religious theme um he bought like snake jerky which i didn't know was a thing but again florida that feels that very that feels florida to me (laughs) snake jerky snake yes snake jerky he said he wanted to eat snake jerky because like in the bible eve with the with the snake and the 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 devil you know what the he wanted like that was me. You just did the what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like it. There's a it, there's a lot. There's it, a he's, lot. He's just he's really going through it. Oh. Um. So yeah, August fifteenth. We're gonna get a little bit more intense at this point from because this is the day the crimes happen. So, in the morning, he said that he, Elena, I'm gonna need you to hold back on your laughter. So he wore a Michael Vick jersey because this is why. Mm-hmm. The dog spirits told me to put it on. If you don't know who Michael Vick is, he was a football player. Was he football? I think. I think he was a football player who was imprisoned for dog training. Like, and not like dog training, like. Like dog fighting. Like dog fighting. Yeah. I think that's disrespectful. Austin, don't you say that shit about the dog, about the dog spirits. This man killed dogs. Don't put his jersey on, you asshole. What the fuck? But yeah, so like that's, that's what he said. He, it's just a lot. He also said he was like invincible and like with the jersey on. And remember, we're in Florida. It's an average of 90 degrees in August in Florida. He's wearing a big ass, I want to, I'm like 99% sure it's football. A football jersey. Yeah. A Michael Vick thick ass football jersey in August, in Florida, when it's 90 degrees. That shit's hot. No, thank you. Mm, a former American football quarterback. So, yeah, football. Yep. So, um, in one of the reports that I read, um, it after he put his Michael Vick jersey on, he went to a friend's house, like a longtime friend since like second grade, mm-hmm. unannounced, which was odd for him, and he asked a strange question. What year was I born? And then walks away. Does he wait for the answer? I think I think his friend was like, uh, 1996? What do you, what do you mean? And he was like, okay, cool. And he walked away. Like, that, that's weird. That's fucking weird. Hmm. I didn't see that, like, across the board, but I felt it was odd enough to put in. The fact that anyone said it happened, you gotta say it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, especially with that one. Like, I, how can I pass that up? You know, that's just, that's odd. Um, so, anyways... Somehow he ends up he ends up at the beach. I believe he's with his friends and some sister or I'm sorry, his sister and some friends, you know. Um so I'm assuming they're all together. So they're like vibing at the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh but Austin is being Austin. 
You know, he's like, just be a little weird. Um, and after they're done at the beach, the three of them, Austin, his girlfriend or his friend, and his sister, they go and meet their father and his father's girlfriend for dinner at a restaurant called Duffy's. Okay. So, on the way there, this is what I meant when I said Austin's being Austin. He's displaying odd fucking behavior. He tells his sister, I think I'm immortal. I'm going to test it. And then he tries to walk into traffic. Um. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he he is like asking to get hit by a car to yeah. prove his immortality. To see. Okay. Um. And his sister is he's, She stops him and she's like, "Can like, can you stop? No, stop. <laughs> like just in, no. Public. We in, in this crosswalk right now. <laughs> but basically, um. So his sister and his mom were like texting for a while. They were like both expressing their concern for Austin. They were like, he should probably talk to someone. Like this yeah. is weird. Um, but they get there. Whatever. Austin's in one piece. Didn't get hit by a car. Thank God. Uh, well, 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 maybe. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> he, he did not get hit by a car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but they get there. You know, like, hey, Dad, what's ever? <laughs> what? What's ever? What's ever? Hey, hey, pops. Um, and Austin remembers feeling like time stood still. So, when they're there, cameras, because there's, like, cameras in the restaurant, they pick up Austin getting up from the table and walking towards the bathroom and then leaves the restaurant. Yeah. He says he doesn't remember this or the next part. So, when he leaves, which he does leave, he walks to his mother's home. This, this is where it gets a little bit odd. And he drinks vegetable oil. At his mom's house? At his mom's house. West, like the Wesson oil? Yeah. He just is chugging it. He's just drinking the vegetable oil. And he possibly eats Parmesan cheese. That Straight one, from the bottle? Yeah. I'm unsure if he eats the Parmesan cheese. Mom said she saw like some like on the table, you know, but okay. she didn't like see him ingesting it, but she saw him drinking the oil. Mm. Cooking oil. Don't drink that. Smoothie. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. And like, just don't drink that. Like, I feel like that's gotta be, that's just not great. Like, Forbidden juice. <laughs> but in the worst of ways. Like, you're, no, no. No, thank you. No. But she's like, what the fuck? You know? And she, Austin. Like, oh, she literally is like, Austin, give me that. You know, like, stop. So then he changes his clothes, probably because he got fucking oil on them. Yeah. And then he goes back to the restaurant. I'm, I'm unsure if mom drove him or if, like, or if she offered to drive him and he walked. I don't know, but. Somehow he gets back. Somehow he gets back to the restaurant and, and at some point mom calls 911 because she's like, yo, my son's acting weird and I'm concerned. And that makes me believe that she offered to drive him and he walked, like he walked away. Yeah. So kind of like putting that out there, like, hey, my son, who knows what he's fucking doing, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but she did call. So, like I said, he makes it back to the restaurant. So once he's back, he is drinking an iced tea, mind you. So, just remember, no alcohol. Um, but he gets back, and he gets up again, and his dad is like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with you? Stop acting so weird. Um, and then this makes Austin angry, and he, like, tries to punch him, but then he doesn't. But then he leaves! 
He fucking leaves the restaurant again. And Austin doesn't remember this stuff? It's it's in and out. Ah, okay. Right now, right now he kind of remembers. Ah, okay. Um, so I, I wrote, bro, I check his temperature because like, this is, this is weird. Yeah. It's weird. It makes no sense. I'd be like, are you fucking dying right now? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, he leaves the restaurant and they're like, well, where the fuck is Austin going? Like, come on. Like, what the fuck, Austin? Like, can't we just have one meal? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. Um, but he leaves and he goes on a walk. And he ends up near Southeast Kokomo Lane. Um, and he said that he was following the stars and that he could hear voices in his head saying, I am sin. I am in control. So he's like full-blown psychosis right now. Yeah. And he is on this street in the dark. I believe it's around 9 p.m. Um, that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. So this is from his point of view. So this is what he is saying happened. So he says he saw something, a black figure with a white face, and he got startled and sprinted towards a light he saw. This light was probably the garage light of Michelle and John's home. Because remember, this is a true crime podcast. Yeah. This, uh, I, yeah. Here we go. Um, so he walks and or runs up to this garage, and this is when he begins attacking Michelle for an unknown reason. The knife, I saw three different options. A, a, a knife he found in the garage, a pocket knife that he may or may not have had on him, or a machete. And he says it was a machete... So he somehow got a fucking machete, and he's now stabbing this woman that he does not know. No idea what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he says he saw a black figure and a dog, and he stabbed him, and then put the dog in a truck. Did not hurt the dog. Remember, he feels close to animals. He feels he is a dog. Friends with dogs. Yes. Dog good. Dog good. Dog truck. Dog truck. (laughs) Yes. So this, I don't know if this black figure that he stabbed was John or Jeff, but it's one of them. And then Austin at this point says he blacked out and doesn't remember anything else. So this is like, now we're going to go into the timeline that's been kind of like pieced together. So same, same thing happens. Like he, um, he sees a white faced demon figure and runs to the garage whatever and then he attacks michelle so john was out walking their dog so he wasn't there at the time so she's screaming he's likely stabbing her i think they're both screaming like it's 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 pure chaos loud very loud so then neighbor jeff Mm -hmm. he is like oh i hear screaming and then he like heads over to help Mm -hmm. because he's a good person i personally am not fucking going there I'll call the cops. I'll call the cops from my bed. I'll get as much information as I can. I'll, like, sneak through the windows. Like, I'll peek out. But I am, but I am not, not involving myself. Hell no. No. And I don't, think, I don't think we're wrong for that. Like, I mean, I'm glad Jeff did because, you mm-hmm. know, especially because he survived. So, like, spoiler alert, he survives. Mm-hmm. But, no, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. Um, but, yes, Jeff did. And this is when he was attacked. And he was stabbed by Austin, by the machete and or knife and or pocket knife. So at this point, because Austin right now, 
I, this is my opinion, he seems to be in, like, overkill mode. Like, he's, he's not gonna stab him once, you yeah. know? So, Jeff somehow, like, gets away, and I think that this is when Austin went to put the dog in the truck, or he drank a chemical in the garage, because we find out later that the police think, thinks that he drank a chemical at the scene. Okay. Most likely antifreeze. Oh! Yeah, which will play a part in a minute. Okay. Um, but this, at this point, when, this is when Jeff runs back home, and he calls 911, bleeding profusely, mind you. Mm-hmm. And he, like, it looks like Michelle's already dead. And I'm guessing this is when he, Austin, kills John. I'm unsure about that timeline. Um, but the police finally arrive, and this, this is when everything kind of goes down. So, they see a young man on top of someone, like I mentioned earlier. This is the direct police report. Um, quote, when I approached the residence, I saw a male wrapped around the upper torso, like he was hugging him, the male victim, as if he was familiar with the gentleman. End quote. So, this is probably Austin. No, I'm sorry. This is Austin on top of John, who came back. I'm guessing he came back and, like, was probably trying to, like, help his wife and, like, attack this guy who's attacking them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Austin attacks John and he's now on top of him eating his face. So this is where it's going to get graphic. Just a, just a warning. Like I said, weak stomach. I'd leave. Don't do that. Yeah. Yep. So he, Austin, is on top of John at this point and he is ripping his mouth and his cheek open and he's literally eating and tearing flesh off of his face and spitting it out. So the cops are like, y'all, what kind of drug is he on? Mm-hmm. Because what the fuck else would it be? That antifreeze, man. Dude. So Deputy Grace Zopf, I believe is her name. She's the one that was first on the scene. And she um, orders him off of, of John. Yeah. And Austin just growled. Oh. Literally growled, dude. No. Animalistic bullshit. I would turn in my badge. (laughs) I am not a cop. No more. Not do that. No longer a deputy. No ma'am. Therapy. Therapy for me. I'm not doing it. (laughs) No. But she's a yeah. She's she's a good cop. So she's a badass. She's a she's a bad. What is it? A bad bitty. Bad bitty. She's a bad bad bitty. So she's like "Mm, off. You know. Um, she can't get through to him, though. Austin will not stop. And he's, like, ready to attack her at this point. So, this is when Deputy Wayne, I don't remember his last name, sorry, Deputy Wayne, he pulls up and he, because she, like, called for backup, and he pulls up and he tries physically pulling him off, and Austin just kept biting this guy's face. Like, he would not stop. So, they, I believe they both end up tasing him, and he, nothing nothing happens like he just keeps eating him the tasers the ta- one or two tasers can't stop him it's now, it's fucking crazy this is when it gets interesting guys before you continue i have to ask what i think everyone else is thinking is john alive at this point that i don't know i really don't know okay i know he doesn't survive the attack but i'm hoping he was dead okay no and and I don't mean that to be insensitive, but, but, but. I think ev- if everyone here has the same, or just a sane mind, 
Hope he's dead. Yeah. Unsure. Right there. Yeah. That's not the question I thought you were going to ask, but that's a good question. I don't know. That's what I've been thinking this whole time. Like, it's one thing for it to happen to someone, like, you know, post-mortem. It's very disrespectful. But it's another thing if this man is... Conscious. I mean, Some even, sort of conscious. Even if he was, I don't think that the brain would process this. I think he would probably just pass out. Like, I don't think that this would... Even if he was alive, you're right. I don't... still. Right. I don't... But I, I'm, I'm unsure. So, yeah. sorry. Um... But yes, he he will not stop biting this man's face. So, the officers don't want to shoot him because if they were to shoot him, the bullet would go through to John. And I don't know, I don't even know if they know the answer, if he's alive or not. So, like, they don't want to potentially kill him if he is alive, you right. know? So that's why they're not shooting him. Um, and the amount of cops that pull up, like, there's, there's so many people right now. And at this point, they release attack dogs to get him off. Those are his friends. Those are those are his buddies. Those are his friends, though. But Austin, get this. So dog latches on. Austin rips the dog off. Rips the fucking dog off. No. Yeah. So I wrote down two things. One, do you know how painful that would be? For both. For him and the dog. More so for him, I would say, though. Are you kidding? A dog and those, like, attack dogs are not... They're not trained to let go. They are bred they, for aggression. Literally. They don't, they're not going to let go. So he, the amount, and this is the second thing I wrote, the amount of mu- like damage to the nerves and muscles, fucking crazy. Like he, he's insane. Austin's crazy. He, at, at this point in the story, I think it's safe to say that he has lost it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I feel like he lost it at the taser. Full you know? on. But uh, anyways, he did this. No effect. No effect on him. So this, not 100% positive, but I want to say it anyways. They release the dogs again, and he does the same fucking thing. He rips the dog off. Two dog bites. Two tasers. Can't take this fucking guy down, dude. Oh my god, it's crazy. This is insane. This is nuts. Anyways. Oh my goodness. So I'm going to post this picture on our Instagram, but I want to show Elena. Spoiler. They do eventually get him. But look at all that's i'm sure that is all from the dog bite shut the fuck i'm showing her an image of austin he's on the ground and he's blood everywhere i mean as you would expect but heavily on his forearms which is where the dogs were biting yeah oh my god it's crazy um wow but yeah so they're like what the fuck what is going on dude (laughs) so one of the police officers and i believe it's deputy wayne um, he ends up stepping on his face to get him off of John. Like, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> like he's like pounding no, his no, pocket. No, like he's like, get your mouth off of him. Stop it! You know. And eventually, he he pauses. Yes. So they're able to attach one handcuff on him and pull him off. Okay. Probably like this is probably like a five man job pulling yeah. this mm-hmm. big ass kid off mm-hmm. of this situation. It's it's. So fucked. Um, but at this point, it, it, guys, we're not, I don't even know if we're halfway through. Like, this is going to be a long episode. Sorry. But Austin, at this point, is screaming, quote, fucking kill me. Kill me. I deserve to die. Help me. Help me. I ate bad things. This is the worst part. If I didn't turn in my badge before, it's definitely it's right no, now. No, this is where. Oh. Because he, for some reason, has no pants on. <laughs> 
I don't know where they are. I don't know where they went. When but did he, they come off? I, I don't know. I don't know. But he has no pants on. In, in the police report, it's like he was wearing a blue polo. And first of all, of course, he was wearing a fucking polo. Yeah. Can I just a blue put that in polo? There? But he was also wearing silky boxers. He got his drawers on. <laughs> he got his drawers on. Like, he just, it's, I don't know where his pants are, but they're gone. So there's that. Oh. On a more serious note, uh, John and Michelle were pronounced dead at the scene. May they rest in peace. And I hope their souls have found each other again and they're enjoying their retirement together you yeah. know wherever you end up going so I don't know I but do. I hope they're there and their dog ended up going to one of their children okay. um Jeff is he's sent to the hospital and he later makes like a full physical recovery I'm not sure about his mental state I can imagine it probably wouldn't be great mm-hmm. again no thank you um but he physically was fully fine after this so after they also send Austin to the hospital and he is experiencing Organ failure. Um, he was sedated, and I believe he was put into a coma for 11 days. Oh. And he had an extremely long recovery because antifreeze is toxic as fuck. Horribly. Anti- antifreeze kills people. Like, yeah. it's it's incredibly toxic. So, like, he, like, he had to go through speech therapy, physical therapy, everything. Like, they, they did a lot to keep this like boy alive. chemical burns are... Are a different breed. Like, like his esophagus alone. Yeah. So fucked. Mm-hmm. It's a hot mess over here. But yeah. That's that's the event. But now we're going to go into what happened afterwards. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you're wondering. So on August 23rd. Remember this happened on the 15th. August 23rd. Father came out and like his father came out and stated that Austin's organs are failing. And this is when he releases like to the public. Police think he drank some sort of chemical in the garage. Causing organ failure. And if they're right about the antifreeze, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so August 24th, fun fact, that's my birthday. Hey. Um, this was actually my 16th birthday, <laughs> This uh, the day that this came out. Oh. Law enforcement is thinking this is drug-induced. And they're, like, publicly stating that. And then Dad is like, no, 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 I have depression and my family, like, there's schizophrenia in my family, so it's got to be mental health related. Like, I really don't think this is drug-induced. Right. On August 26th, Austin regains consciousness. So he is, he's still at the hospital, though, for weeks. Um, but he is now conscious. So on October 3rd, Austin is released from the hospital and he is sent to jail and he is charged with two counts of first-degree murder, one count of attempted murder, and burglary. On October 3rd. On October 3rd, 2016. So okay, he was in okay. the hospital all of September. A lot, yeah. And half of August. Like, he was, he was in the hospital for a long time. Now, before we move on, I do want to say, I don't think they could prove first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll chat about that later. Just yeah. putting that out there. So on November 23rd, I wrote, this is where shit gets interesting, because this is where shit gets interesting, in my opinion. So, documents become available, including his, like, blood results and his, like, his toxicology screening. Yeah. So at the time of his crime, only trace amounts of THC was found, and an ethanol concentration of 0.175 were found. So I'm guessing that's from the antifreeze. Because ethanol, isn't that like a type of alcohol or something? That is actually drinking alcohol. Oh, well. Ethanol alcohol. Is it? Isopropyl is the hand sanitizer. What's an antifreeze? I, th- I feel like that's ethanol. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. And either way, he he didn't report to have drank earlier in the day. That's why I said it, like he was drinking iced tea at the restaurant, you know? Uh-huh. And cooking oil. You know, but aside from that, 
Mm-hmm. The okay. only other thing he, I think he drank was the antifreeze. So that's likely where that's from. But THC and antifreeze were in his system. Gotcha. And at the beginning of the attack, only trace amounts of THC. Like, probably like he smoked the night before or something. Okay. So, no drugs. No methamphetamines. No opiates. No cannabinoids. No flaco or bath salts. No benzodiazepines. No cocaine. No prescription drugs. No over-the-counter drugs. No illicit drugs. Mm-hmm. Nothing. They tested everything that they could. Not a, not a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because... This shit happened, you, we've heard about shit like this with bath salts. Yeah. No bath salts. It's crazy. Um, but then they're like, okay, let's look into his texts. And I think they're very interesting because you can, I think you can see like a shift okay. in his, you know, presentation. Yeah. So starting on November 25th of 2015, um, they like pulled it back. That's the farthest they went. So he referenced in in messages on that day, he referenced using Vyvanse and Adderall and made references to snorting Adderall and and cocaine. Probably to like his frat buddies or something. (laughs) Sorry, I can't stop with frat house. (laughs) See, that's the thing is that some of these messages are like, we do have to take into consideration that he is at an age where a lot of these things are more prevalent. I think what they were probably doing was looking for the days leading up. Uh But I'm... From from this, this was in a um, drug like a drug abuse history yeah. section. So like this is just his references of using drugs. Okay. Um. So on May thirtieth, twenty sixteen, he said to a friend, um, he wow. messaged to them that he got high every day because he was bored. I don't know what he got high off of. My guess is probably Adderall because he seems to use Adderall a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. On July, sorry, on July twelfth. 2016, he referenced to getting high on meth. Oh, interesting. The fuck? Austin. No meth. Mm-hmm. Guys, don't use meth. We hadn't heard of meth using until this point, so... Yeah, yeah. And, and and it says he made a reference. I don't know, because on other ones it says he messaged. So I think the reference... I don't think he explicitly it said... Okay. Yes. But worth mentioning, you know? So. So on August 9th, 2016... Uh, less than a week before, he messaged a drug dealer wanting edibles and a half a gram of mushrooms. Okay. On August 10th, the next day, he texted his girlfriend and referred to himself as a drug addict. And then on the 11th, he texted that, quote, I just know that for me personally, the drugs are taking a toll on me and I can't handle. I don't know if that's where the message cut off or, <laughs> like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he texted mom, texted his mom that same day, I quit doing every drug. And then the 12th, remember he said, or he, he said he flushed everything. Okay. So then on, this is the telling one to me, on August 13th, 2016, he said that the drugs made me vulnerable to evil. Okay. So that's it, pretty much. That's um, all? Low-key, yeah. Uh, as of February 2020, okay. so four years after, yeah. Austin was declared clinically insane at the time of his crimes. He was not declared legally insane, just clinically. So, um, at the end of the psychi- psychiatric evaluation, mm-hmm. clinical forensic psychologist Gregory Landrum, he found, and I'm just going to read straight up a quote, because who says it better than him, you know? 
quote, it is reasonable to conclude that Mr. Harriff was experiencing a decompensated mental state associated with an emerging mood and or thought disorder resulting in, in an acute psychotic episode. So after this, there was a section that said recommended. So he said that, quote, if the court finds criteria for legal insanity, end quote, basically like put him in a forensic hospital. Yeah. And if wherever he ends up going, have him complete a violence risk assessment to, de to determine his release. I think, I think Dr. Landrum did a very thorough job and is doing his best like that. Cause that's when you're a clinical forensic psychologist, that's all you do. Yeah. Like you're just like, this is what I found. Do with that what you will. Uh -huh. I, I personally would put him in a psych hospital, but you know, like that's kind of what he's saying pretty much. Yeah. So since then nothing, there has been no trial date set because once he, once the, um, evaluation came, declared him clinically insane. So now they're like figuring all that shit out. Yeah. Um, and they're hoping for a spring 2022 trial. So that's soon. So it's if, coming up. yeah, if anything happens, we'll let you know. Um, I'm unsure what the court has determined with his sanity, if they've determined anything. Um, and last I could find was that he was in, I don't know how to pronounce this, either Martin or Martian, Martian, one of those, county jail and is receiving medication for, I believe, for schizophrenia. He's being treated for schizophrenia. I don't know if he was diagnosed with that, but that's those are the meds he's on. Um, so yeah, before we, you know, do a little... Uh, before we go outside. <laughs> before we go to the garage. Before we go to the garage. To our garage. Oh. Not this one. No. <laughs> fuck no, not this one. <laughs> Maybe we'll put that in the discussion, but this house was actually sold for a dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. I'd buy it. Th that's later. Would you? <laughs> I'd buy it. I'd think about it. Well, anyways. So, um, this is personally one of my favorite things that anyone has ever said. So, like I said, the Talk Murder to Me podcast, they remind, like, the main guy reminds me of me, it's very blunt, says things that he probably shouldn't say, mm. and I love it. Um, sorry, I don't know your name, but you know who you are. Yeah. He said, quote, about this case, there's two lessons to be learned here. Number one, keep your garages shut. Number two, don't live in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's where we'll, uh, see you off until, until our discussion. Sorry, that was a lot. That that was a lot. That was good. You did a good job. Thanks. It, yeah. I went down a rabbit hole. I went I went down multiple rabbit holes. Yeah. If if we were recording later, I would be doing the same shit tonight. Like mm. there's still more like I didn't put everything in, guys. Like it's a lot. It is a lot. It's cool though. Well, I mean it was good. Very yeah. sad. Again. Very sad, peace. very tragic, but that's how a lot of our cases are, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Very mental health uh, oriented, in case you you know, it's Katie Case. What else do you expect? Always, yeah. All right, well, see you in a little bit. See you. Disclaimer. Hey, everyone. Disclaimer. Just a little disclaimer here. Um, we don't advocate the use of drugs, but we are both in a recreational state. We're over the age of 21. So it's legal. Let's carry on. Yep, that's it. Hi. Hey, friends. We're in the garage, so if it sounds different, that's why. We, we yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm eating a snack, so ignore it. Sticky, sticky. So, Elena, perfect timing. Your thoughts? Um, well, the only question that I wrote down, or I guess phrase, 
was nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a prime example of nature. Oh, yeah. This is something that was not, maybe not purely, like maybe the drugs and the environment that he was in had something to trigger Oh, it. I'm sure. But this was something like definitely within him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not something that you make up. Like, the shit that he was saying... Because, here's the thing. Whenever, whenever... How do I say this? I feel like a lot of people can fake being insane, mm-hmm. and they can mm-hmm. fake it very well. Mm-hmm. But it's only, like, like, truly a mental break when he, like, does, like, random shit in between, like, drinking the oil was when I was like, no, he's mm-hmm. not faking it. He's not faking Because there's things that, like, people will do that will, like, oh, I'm hearing voices, blah, mm-hmm. blah, Like, anyone can say that. But when you do things like you leave the restaurant to go drink oil at your mother's house, like, that when is When you walk truly, miles to your mother's house? That is truly like, that's symptoms of, like, a, like a break. Like yeah, something and I'm really actually glad you on. said that because I did, I asked straight up, do you think this is a mental health situation? And then there were, like, some theories I saw were, like, demons, voodoo, white magic. Because he was searching, I don't know if I said it, but he was searching the phrase white magic. I don't know what the fuck white magic is. I mm-hmm. didn't know that was a thing. But he, um, like, there were those were some of the, like, theories. Mm-hmm. I, I think nothing can ever be one or the other. I do think it's a combination of the nature and the nurture. Yeah. But I'd, I'd be... I'd, like, bet a lot of money on that this was a pure psychotic break. Yeah. Like, he and I, there are two things that really make me think that. The first thing, like, you said it was the oil. For me, Mm -hmm. it was the tasing and the dog bites and how they did not affect him at all. That does not happen. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you're trying to fake it, you can't. A taser? You can't fake a taser. Maybe the first taser you could get through, but the second and then truly with the dogs. No. Truly with the dogs. Like, he had a supernatural sense of, like, strength. Like, there's no... No, I... I, You can't fake that. That... That, I feel like, is, like, like a... Purely a bodily response. Like, that's an adrenaline rush type thing. Mm. Like, you see the same types of things where, like, moms, like, lift cars, like, off their kids or something. Or, like, something... Something truly, like, where your... Your body just kind of defies that I just I can't I can't picture this situation specifically as well I just no that I don't think he was faking it at all yeah and the other thing that made me think that was also um certain mental health disorders mental health illnesses whatever you want to call them the average onset age is often 19 and 20 years old like, especially with schizophrenia and substance abuse or substance use disorder, like, those 19 is a very, very, especially in men, very, very common age for this shit to be coming. Yeah. You know? So it's, the minute I heard that he was, well, I mean, I heard he was 19 in the beginning, but then, mm-hmm. like, after hearing about it, I'm like, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, especially for schizophrenia. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, as much sense as you can make of something like this. Yeah. But yeah, I... I think, and there's also, I didn't mention this earlier. See, I do this every fucking time. But there, I was looking at, like, just from a couple years ago, there was, like, a, you know how they have the phone calls? 
but not, like, they're, like, the phone, like, through the glass, like, visitation, but yeah. monitored, pretty much. And they were recording, and it's, like, he was still, like, on medication, and he was still saying just weird stuff. Like, he was, like, his father was visiting him, and he started talking about sex. Not his father, um, Austin. And he was, like, oh, sex is a sin. Like, oh, I don't like any of that. Like, none of that. And then, um, he mentioned, like, Tinder, and was, like, I'm so glad I, like, deleted that. Like, it's, it's just, everyone knows, like, you just want one thing. Like, it's sex. No, it's, it's evil. Mm-hmm. It's a sin. Like, stuff like that. And I'm just, like, hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, you're still, you still have that thought process after. Right. You know? It's, like, this, it's, cons- he's consistently insane. <laughs> you can see the decline. Uh-huh. within him and, and I, in a way it's sad yeah but that's like i feel like the scariest part because like everyone knew something was wrong you know maybe there's something wrong with kevin or something or we need to talk about kevin mm-hmm. we need to talk about austin <laughs> <laughs> like fuck and that's also sad because they want like mom and sister wanted him to talk to someone they did they just couldn't get it there fast enough yeah because i'm sure the first visit, they would have been like, mm, let's get him on something. Yeah. Like, some type of meds. Mm-hmm. So it's it's unfortunate as what it is. It's very, very, very sad. Yeah. I'm like, no matter what angle you look at it, too, because I do feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. I feel sad for him and his family. Yeah. Especially because he, and I, I don't know what he remembers, but if he truly doesn't remember anything, that's got to be... Horrifying. Horrif- like, horrifying that you did that. Yeah. And that you don't remember any of it. Like, you, he woke up two weeks later in a hospital. Yeah. Confused as fuck, I'm sure. Yeah. Not the going to jail. Thing, yeah, the last thing he said he remembered was, um, I think he said, like, attacking Michelle. Uh-huh. And then either Jeff or John. But, like, then he, like, blacked out. Yeah. Probably when he drank the fucking antifreeze. Yeah. But that's, and then two weeks later, your, your life is over. I mean, yeah, rightfully so because he did take those two lives. But shit, you know? that's another thing. Like, did, not is there a cure, but and this might be different for different people. Mm-hmm. But could do you think that him specifically he could get to a point where? he could be another functioning, like, he could rejoin society, pretty much? I mean, I don't really know, because, like, I'm not a mental health professional, and I I don't know him. Mm-hmm. But, like, based off what I know, I think he probably could. I think if he was on a cocktail of medication, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not a medication, pro- like, I take medication, but I'm aware that it's, it's very personal, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone should be forced to do anything. Mm-hmm. But I think he should be forced to take medication because, I mean, we saw what happens when he doesn't. And I do think that, like, there are people that need medicine. And so that's I, fine. Yeah, and that's totally fine. So I don't want to hear any of that bullshit. Yeah. I don't know if anyone would say anything, but if anyone wants to, just don't. Um, but I think with the right cocktail of medication and some type of fucking therapy and, like, check-ins, mm-hmm. I'm sure he probably could. Yeah. Because I do, like, even the psychiatrist or the psychologist was like, this was an acute psychotic episode. This yeah. This was, he literally had a psychotic break. So it's, I mean, I don't think, I think it could happen again. 
I don't want to say that because I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure stuff like that, like, if, if it happens once, it can happen again, you know? Yeah. It's more likely to happen again. Yeah. So, I mean, shit, monitor him, but... See, that's kind of why I'm interested, and I will be following this case, because I do want to know what happens. Because yeah. I know he's clinically insane, but legally, they, I wasn't able to see anything. The last I thing I heard was from September 2021. So... Yeah. I'm sure they're going to come out soon and say something, because spring 2022 is when... It's supposed to. They're supposed to, supposed to be tried. put something out. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, like it's it's fucking crazy. Um, so this one, I'm also not positive, but I'm pretty sure this case went viral on TikTok. Now let me Ooh. tell you why. If if I'm remembering correctly, people were saying, mm, "He's hot though. Let him go." Yeah. So I'm, again, I'm not positive. I'm gonna, I'm pulling up a picture of his mugshot to show, like, kind of what he looked like. Okay. I mean, I don't personally see it, but, like, I can see why girls on TikTok. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he's not a bad-looking dude at this time. Yeah. And I, I want to repeat, again, you're beautiful no matter what you look like. But he don't look like this anymore. <laughs> He don't look like this anymore. He, and I, I really don't want to sound insensitive, but he did gain like a hundred pounds in jail. So like, he's not any better or worse looking, but he doesn't, he doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah. Okay. So like, if you guys look him up, I looked up his mugshot and then his, I think this was from 2020, 2021. Yeah. Not a, again, not a bad looking guy. Mm -hmm. But he don't, he don't look like what the TikTok girls say he looks like. doesn't look like that. He does not look like that. And that, like I said, it doesn't matter. But shut the fuck up, TikTok bitches. Yeah. Like, no, you should not say that shit. I hate when, the, I fucking hate that culture. Stop romanticizing. Like, he ate people. horrible things. He ate people. Like, this might, this might be a hot take. But it feels like, like, the the taboo part is, like, what gets them going, which is weird. Like, I don't know. Can you give me an example? Like, Ted Bundy. Uh, like, the I fact knew you were that gonna they're say criminals, oh, like, that's makes why them hotter. Like, yeah. Right, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't personally experience that. Neither do I, but I know it's a phenomenon. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure that is part of the Ted Bundy, the Richard Ramirez, all mm -hmm. of this. And probably with him, too. But it's also, like, you can be attractive and still be a dick. And be a bad person. And be a felon. Like, yeah. like what? It, like, one does not excuse the other. You know, it's no. like, just because he could be called attractive doesn't mean he should be excused of the crimes he committed. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you, what, what right. are you on, ma'am, or sir, whoever the right. fuck you are? What are you talking about? Like, they are independent things. But you have to take the other into account. Right. Like, I think I'm pretty, okay? If I killed two people and ate them, you can say I'm ugly. It's okay. Like, <laughs> I will understand. And I will still... I would never do this. But I would still hopefully be fucking in jail, you right. know? Like, I can be hot in jail, too. Uh-huh. Shit. I bet you there are tons of people who are attractive in jail who I thought I was going to. 
<laughs> who um, have done really shitty things. Like, yeah. So, but, but it doesn't distract from the fact that, the, like, that's pretty privileged. <laughs> yeah, yep. Ooh. It doesn't distract from the fact that they did shitty things. Yeah. You can't just, this is not one of those, you can separate the artist from no, the art. Like, and, and, and there is, there are cases like that. But this is not one of them. Exactly. This is not one of I them. I don't think criminal cases are where are like, ones if you, you can were, separate if you it with. Were arrested for like drug dealing. Sure. I, like if you watch Euphoria, I still think Fez is attractive, even though he's a drug dealer. You know. Mm-hmm. But this one. Maybe even like robbery. Depend. It, it depends on the situation. I yeah. think. And yeah. the person. And 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 everything like that. But I don't give a fuck who who you are, if you killed and ate two people no you're no. N- none none of that <laughs> just n- straight through jail electric chair just kidding well that that's a good segue oh because one of my questions was so like the victim's family and their friends some of them want the death penalty i think this is a slippery slope because i i i do think it was mentally like i do think it was mental health related I personally don't think he, I don't know how I feel about, about what his sentencing should be, but I know for a fact I don't think he should be put to death. You were, you're, you're quiet for a while right now. You really, you're really thanking, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen you think this hard about anything. I, I don't know how to say it. So I have a very complicated view on the death penalty. But I feel like you're right. This is one of those cases where he, can you put someone to death for something they did not do? Because to him, he didn't do it. That's the thing. That's my, that's my opinion too. Like, so, and this is, you know, this is one side of the death penalty, Mm -hmm. but we're going to, we're going to kill someone because we think killing people is wrong. And this person did that, so we have to kill them. You know, eye for an eye. But did this person really kill them? Like, they did kill them. It was a homicide. Double homicide. Double homicide. It it really was, though. (laughs) But, I mean, like, it's a very situational thing. And I feel like this is a situation where you, you you could possibly argue life imprisonment because he did take the lives of two people. Whether he remembers that he did or not is, you know, between him and <laughs> that's his... between him and the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's between, you know, but like I, I, I feel like there's enough evidence to argue that he was insane at this point, and like we we don't kill, you know, people who have other mental illnesses, but there are also people who have loads of mental illnesses and never hurt anyone right it, it is a slippery slope right and i do think that that is that's part of the issue with like the death penalty and because it's it's been an ongoing discussion forever and it probably will be yeah i don't i don't even know i don't even know if i would say life in prison. like i don't i truly don't know i truly don't know because i think he should be somewhere i don't think he should be out mm-hmm. i want that known yeah but i don't i don't know where right like, is prison, because if it is truly a mental health thing, then is prison a good re- rehabilitation point? 
Because we've seen in the past that it's not. And I guess that would be the real question. Like, do you want to re- rehabilitate him or no? Not you, but, like, right, that right, would be right. the question. Because, like, isn't anyone worth rehabilitating? But also, is anyone worth rehabilitating? Right. <laughs> like, this, like, it's a tricky, I think it's a tricky thing. And I feel like if, if we were to get hate on anything, I think it would be this conversation <laughs> we're having right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And this one, I think this one's hard. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I think that we should have the death penalty. Like, I feel like there are crimes that oh, yeah. people consciously commit uh-huh. Uh-huh. that do that. deserve death. Like, I do think that you can do things bad enough that you should be put like to Like this. I, I think this is something bad enough. If he knew that he was doing but that's, it, like that, I, agree I would be with agreeing you. with you. Right. I don't, I don't know if he, whatever he remembers, whatever. But he was in a psychotic episode. He, yes. and he, and you, I feel comfortable enough saying that, A, because his, his psychiatrist, multiple psychiatrists have said that. Mm-hmm. And you can see for weeks leading up to it, he was off. He was out of who he normally was, so he did something that he wouldn't normally do. Have normally done right. right. So, is that deserving of his life? Oof, I personally don't think so. Person, right? Personally, in this instance, I don't think he deserves a death penalty. But it's also kind of one of those things where it's like the the victims' families. Like I do think that in any situation, mm-hmm. victims' families should have at least some say. Like, regardless of what happens, I hope that they are able to read, you know, like, impact statements and everything like that, because everyone deserves that opportunity. Exactly. But I I don't know. They, and at least, I saw it in a couple of reports, and, like, they're adamant. They want him dead. And, like, I don't blame them. Like, if that was my family member, I'd probably want the same fucking thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is an easy one to decide if you are away from it. And, like, I've made it super fucking clear about my stance on mental health and right. that whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like we're both pretty accepting people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's a good perspective to take into it. Like, I heard this, I'd never heard this case before. I heard this you case hadn't? an hour ago. No. Cool. See, that's another thing, because I, I heard this case a week ago. Right. When I really started researching, you know? Uh-huh. And you have that opinion, and I've, you know, formed that opinion as well. But, like, it's it's hard to have an opinion like that when that's your mom or that's mm-hmm. your dad. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I so I don't think I don't think they're wrong for wanting that no, either. No, I don't you think know? so either. I really don't. Yeah. And I think it is also. I do want to say. I, I can't speak for Elena, but I'm pretty sure she'll think the same. Regardless of his mental state, it does not excuse what happened. Exactly. Like, he... I think there should be some form of punishment or captivity. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I, don't think he should be out on the streets because, no, you lost mm-hmm. that right when you killed two people, whether you were there or not, you know? Yeah. But I don't, want, I don't want people to get that message. Right. Like, you still did that. It's you almost like... It. Yeah. It's almost like if you go to another country and you break some law, right? But you didn't know that that law existed. Right. Like, that's not an argument but to have. But you still broke the law. Right. Just because you don't know that something's there doesn't mean it's not there. 
like yeah that's what that's what Austin said about his demons just kidding <laughs> sorry I feel like I needed to lighten the mood <laughs> um oh my god but yeah that one that one's that one's that one's deviant Sorry, that one's tricky. Uh-huh. And I think this next question is also going to be a little bit heavy and a little tricky, so I want to... This, Should we this take a deep breath? A group deep breath? Well, I don't know if it's, like, that bad. Oh, I don't okay. think it's... Okay, okay. I, I don't want this question to be triggering to any anyone, any any member of the Smoking Gun podcast community. Okay. Yes. So, there's also a couple theories about his race. Austin is a white man. Yes. And there has been questions, and, like, I read a couple articles where it was, like, do you think the police would have shot him if he wasn't white? Because that... I've, 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 I've been thinking about this for hours, mind you. I thought of this when I was driving home from work earlier. Uh-huh. And I was like, should I ask Elena the question? And I was like, let me, let me formulate my own opinion. Yeah. So I think things would have been differently. I'm not sure how. But I, I think it would have been different. Oh, yeah. But, it, I, but you could say that with anyone. Like, it... Yeah. I don't think it, I don't I don't know if it would be different. Well, no, I, I think it might have been different because he was white. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's very. I don't know if I've ever given my stance on this podcast yet, but I am not very pro police. Okay, so I do think that his race had a lot to play into this, and I think yep. specifically in him getting clinical insanity. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think that mental health is not taken very seriously from from a lot of people. Yes. But specifically from people of color, mm-hmm. from, from the perspective of someone who's not a person of color, but also from people who are people of color. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they're diminished in... And I'm not black, so I can only speak for, you know, Hispanic people that's mm-hmm. the that's the only culture I've been around in this sense um but I feel like they are diminished in both those ways from from both sides so I feel like him getting and also on the flip side there's a there's a narrative that see this is always touchy but like there's also a yeah, narrative this is a touchy one I'm sorry <laughs> there's also a narrative that white people are crazy like, like white um, people do white people shit like I'm a white person right I've said it before right but this right here this is screaming caucasity yeah. okay this is this is very much Caucasian like I don't oh. I don't want to say that but I feel like I can you know mm-hmm. like I'm sorry and I don't I don't want to say this necessarily because I don't know yeah. I, I've never heard of a black man eating two people, just saying. Like, in, in this, in this fashion. I, yeah, I've never heard of that either. And w- whether, I, I mean, anything's possible. You know, whatever. I, but, but, you know, to play devil's advocate, I don't so I've never heard of a white man either. You know what, there you go. So, there, that is, that's, there's some So, truth to I that really thought well. you were going to tell me this was bath salts or something. No, there was no I thought I was going to be punked. <laughs> No, <laughs> I was gonna get that. You, you think it was the other case that yeah. was like viral? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. This one, they found nothing, and that's crazy. Yeah. But I, I do think it would have been different. And again, I can speak from only the white community, mm-hmm. so I don't take this with a grain of salt. I guess ha, ha, from the Caucasians, from, from the Caucasians <laughs> themselves. <laughs> I think it would have been very different. Mm-hmm. I, I think it probably would have started being different. Just. From the fact that he had two tasers, two dogs, 
deployed before a gun. Um, I also think that the race of the couple mattered as well. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> no, I really, I really think Three it white does. people here. Because also, the, the government tends to look differently at crime committed Ooh. from a mm-hmm. person of color towards a white person. Yeah. I like, think historically. Any, any race change in any way, like if, if, if Austin was any person of color or if, or if one of the members of the couple was a per- like it mm-hmm. in any way, like not a specific way, yeah. it would have been, it would have been different. Yeah. And I don't honestly, and I don't, this might be a hot, this might be a hot, another one. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to hear, like you mentioned a narrative earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to imagine what the narrative would be if Austin, I keep, I keep going back to, to being a black man. Yeah. Think the story would have been very different. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's a question I had. I think that that's my last question I had actually. Yeah. Yeah, I had. I mean, I feel like we've covered enough touchy stuff. So if you guys are still listening, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm assuming if you're still listening, you have similar beliefs to us because I feel like the questions we just asked and answered each other ourselves I don't know if I said that right whatever I feel like those are gonna wean out a certain community yeah I make this very clear ACAB but (laughs) I mean that's that's my personal feelings and that's that and that's okay and you can and that's okay if you want (laughs) and and you can have your personal feelings too yeah Oh, and, I, and I think and I think Tamala Horsford also proved that we were oh know, absolutely Black Lives Matter absolutely yeah. like we we've said it before we will say it again Black Lives Matter we've established I'm white Elena is a person of color yep. and that's our stance on that <laughs> <laughs> and there we go <sighs> I'm trying to think there was there was a couple there was a couple things dude that just made me fucking laugh during research like the Michael Vick jersey I can't the face one the face comment on YouTube. Oh my calories. god, stop it. That one, ooh. I feel like it was too fresh in my head for me to fully enjoy that, but I was like, yeah. No, that was <laughs> funny. That's, that's a good one. funny. And I'm sorry, like, it's... Like, it's... And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't say that. Because yeah, I, I feel like if I said that, I would be worried about the backlash. But I'm just reacting to it, and I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah. I hope the victim's family is... Find a little bit of humor in maybe not that one. Yeah. But I hope they're not hurt by anything we just said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you are, I apologize. Because none of us meant to be insensitive. No, but no. it was a little funny. It just happened. Yeah. And it was a little funny. There was there were mul- there were some other ones where I'm like that like there were a couple that I'm like, I can't no. I can't say that. No. Like well, just look them up, guys. I can't say that on air. <laughs> I can't I can't I'll tell that to Elena later. <laughs> Not on air. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of anything else. There's a couple, just, like, there's always, like, points in the back of my head. Let me go to, let me, let me oh, my notes. yes, we're gonna, we're gonna. notes, but I was kind of, you know, whenever I take notes on a case, I'm very, like, formative. I don't really write opinions down. Let's see. I just write down shit I want to remember. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That was said so many times. What the fuck? What the fuck? By the by, everyone involved. <laughs> I wrote down oil farm smoothie. 
<laughs> Literally, there were a couple sources I saw that said he mixed the two together. Shut the fuck up. You know, all he's missing is a nice French bread for that oh, oil oh, and, and the Parmesan spices. Bread. Yeah. You know what? He's just thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some Italian spices up in there. Mm. Some herbs de Provence. <sighs> See, yeah. The oil. God, the oil. And guys, that would taste fucking bad too. Mm-hmm. Like that would not. That would. That would, that taste would not. Horrible. It would taste like oil. It would taste fucking yeah. gross. And mm. I can't believe he drank that and did not throw up. There was, maybe he did. If he walked, who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. Um, there was. Oh, there was one source that said that like, like he had done it multiple times. Like his family was like, "Fuck Austin again with the fucking oil." <laughs> Could you imagine going inside and seeing your sister just no. chugging? You know the sister I'm talking about specifically. Yep. <laughs> I didn't want to say her name, but she'd be like, "What?" She'd be like, "It's gone." I, I picked it up at work. <laughs> she works at an Italian restaurant. <laughs> She's got full access to oil. You know? <laughs> She's just taking shots of olive oil. Oh god, that would be so gross. That oh, that would be. It's just very thick. It's a thick. Mm-hmm. It's a thick liquid. Oh, oh god. No. Oh god, it won't stop. So Austin, shit. I mean, I liked uh, specifically the quote "Jesus at work." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said that. He did. He said See, he felt like Jesus at work. I, I <laughs> imagined that a little differently when you said that because I had, I had, I, I got off work a couple hours ago, um, and I was like. Did you imagine Jesus at, at your job? Not only at my job, just at a job. Like, Jesus probably, that was probably what made him an asshole, his job. Because I'm like, at my job, I can I can become an asshole. Me too, and I work with kids. <sighs> just kidding. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, Jesus at work, like, that's just, I'm like, are you real, like, I feel like Jesus was, you know, not that kind of... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm, like, choking. I'm, like, trying to hold it in. <laughs> Anyways. And also, this is not to be insensitive to anyone. You know, all religions are welcome at oh, the smoking bar. Oh, of course. Bob, of at, course. The, at the smoking bar. <laughs> <laughs> she said it. <laughs> at the smoking gun podcast. Everyone, everyone, honestly, everyone, except for haters, besides me, mm-hmm. everyone's accepted. Exactly. Everyone's accepted. We love you. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not a fucking dick, you know? Like, just don't be rude. Yeah. Don't be mean. You can be literally whatever you want. Yeah. Just anything. Not you can even be a half horse, half person. <laughs> I was going to say you can, can still. You can be a avid dog lord. <laughs> like if, if that's what you feel, as long as you're not fucking killing people, go for it. Mm-hmm. You know. You know what? Those are the only people not allowed in the Smoking Gun Podcast community. Yeah, murderers. Murderers. Because we're this is literally against y'all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are parallels. <laughs> Yeah. Murderers and true crime podcasts. Yeah. I, I feel like that's I feel like that's a fair statement. It This is not a safe space if you're a murderer. <laughs> no, no, no. We but will that, be making fun it. of you and your oh, kind. Absolutely. Uh, and your kind. <laughs> and your kind. <laughs> and kind. I mean Yeah, no. I think it's just because I can never imagine myself killing someone, but I'm always like, no, if you murder someone, you're like a different breed of human. Oh, yeah. No. And, it, and it's like, oh, I kind of wanted to mention that earlier when when it was like, when we were talking about the death penalty or whatever, life in prison. Mm-hmm. When 
I don't know, again, can't fix, can't speak for Elena, but when I say people with mental health issues, I don't mean, like, psychopaths and sociopaths. Like, Ted Bundy was probably one of those, you know? And he yeah. should, he, he was still put to, like, he should have been put to death, you know? Yeah. But, like, I'm talking ill, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I've talked to a couple people in my, in my day where they're like, I don't like that mental health is viewed as a sickness. Yeah. And I see the I see the point to that. Yeah. But there I there are there are sicknesses. Some people who are ill. Like, yes, and mentally. And that's the that's the population I'm talking about. You know, yes. like I. That that is all. Exactly. Like and and if they're not murdering people as well, that's a whole separate. That I mean, well, I guess in this situation they would be. In this situation. You see. And that's what makes it tricky, but you know? We also, but we always have to acknowledge that there's a separate population who does suffer from things like this and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe even worse than things like this, yeah. and they don't kill people. Yep. Whether it's opportunity or whether it's they caught it on time or they got the proper care at the proper time. But it's so many things play into it. Those are all the factors into it, but, I mean, they're... There are people who have, you know, shitty things happen to them, who go through shitty things, who who don't kill people. We have to mm-hmm. acknowledge those people, too. And there are also people who, like, there are murderers that go through everything, quote, fine. You know, like, it's, it, there are so many factors that play into not only mental health, but also crime. And it's, it's, it's almost impossible, like, you can't isolate any one variable, you know? So it's like... We probably never will know, and I don't, I feel like this is a good phrase for that, but it, it's not the, it's not the best, you know, it's, like, the stars were all aligned, you know, like, everything lined up perfectly for that person, that situation to happen, and that's with anyone, not even with murderers, you know? Yeah. Like, you and I, that's, it's the same, like, you, if you're listening, you know, (laughs) like, the stars aligned for you to be here. Yeah. So, what's... We, we, we can still say that about people that do shitty things and yeah. people that are possibly ill mm-hmm. in any regard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, yeah. And again, everyone besides murderers is welcome. We love you. Yep. Hope you say it back. Also, I don't know, like, I feel like this is going to be our longest episode. So I'm so, if you listen to all that shit, yeah, you're, you're pretty cool. Fan. Yeah. You're within the top 4% of the Spotify listeners. Yeah. And we, we can see it. <laughs> we hear you. I think our most listens to, like, city with engaged listeners is somewhere in Texas. <gasps> Texas? I'm I would serious. not have s- You're... I think. I That's think one, crazy. I think, I think one of them is Atlanta and another one's in Texas. Oh, my God. Hey. Yeah. Two... I've made fun of Texas before. I apologize. <laughs> I am 100%. Surprisingly, it's not Florida. <laughs> no, but for real. Um, yeah, we recently logged into Apple Podcasts. At least I did. No. So I got to see a lot more stats. I, I'm not going to lie. I've never looked. <laughs> I've only used the, the editing one just because that's what I did. But shit, Apple Podcast, and The majority of the... The majority of the, of the listeners are from Apple, are Apple Podcasts. Podcasts yeah. too. As you should be. I, I use Spotify. I know. Hot take. I do have an iPhone, though. At least, oh. See, we're, I feel like we're cutting out a lot of communities right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Android users, I, I question you sometimes. 
And I don't mean that personally. I just purely for like video sake. There is a percentage of you who are Android users. And and we love you and you're valued as well. You know, you're welcome here as long as you didn't murder anybody. Yeah. But also don't be annoying. Yeah. Like don't don't be like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And and my sister who listens, she has an Android. Mm. So I, I hate that about you, but it's okay. Mm. <laughs> I'll accept it, you know? Anyways. Yeah. We're, we're looking at the stats. We see you. Yeah. We we hope you, you know, give us... Give, oh, give us a like and, and all that shit Ooh, on... Yeah. Uh, what is it? iTunes? Yeah. iTunes, leave us a review. Give rate us, a us. review. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, look at us. We're real That's podcasters. <laughs> like, yeah, give us give us a rating. Let us know if you liked it. Yeah. Share it if it's worth sharing. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Stephanie Harlow. Come back to us next week. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll get on a consistent uploading schedule at some point. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. But you're still listening, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. you. you. Oh, contact information's in the bio. We're not reading it. Yeah. Sorry. It's too much right now. It was anyway. a lot to process. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>